Hey, Double Shifters, it's Catherine. Yes, I know it's been a bit, as I have been on the world's weirdest maternity leave. My twins, Jonah and Miles, were born healthy and full-term back in February. And, yeah, a lot has happened in the world of working mothers since then. We can't wait to start dreaming big about Season 3 of The Double Shift. And truly, I feel that telling the stories of a new generation of working mothers matters more now than ever. It's going to take a minute to get season three ready, but in the meantime, senior producer Rachel McCarthy and I have been having a series of honest and unfiltered conversations about our lives in the COVID era. Me at home with my family, my husband, twin newborns and four-year-old, and Rachel with her three kids, and her husband, who's a frontline healthcare worker. If you would like to listen in on that ongoing conversation, Part 5, It's a Personal Choice, is a good place to jump in. Become a member of The Double Shift, which provides crucial support to the work we do. It starts at $5 a month. Go to thedoubleshift.com slash join. That's thedoubleshift.com slash join. But now, on to the main event. I'm here today to tell you about a cool, brand new show to help keep your feed full of great content while we're on hiatus. The show is called The Passion Economy, and it's hosted by Adam Davidson. Adam created the show Planet Money and writes for The New Yorker, and now he's doing something a little different, something a little more optimistic, which honestly, I know I totally need right now. We're living in a time where the economy is more confusing, unpredictable, and frankly, scarier than ever before. But this time of tremendous change means there are opportunities to do really cool things. On the Passion Economy podcast, Adam sits down with real people who have figured out a way to thrive in this economy and then unpacks their stories for the valuable lessons that we can apply to our own lives so you too can learn how to turn your passion into your most valuable asset. In this preview I'm going to share with you, you'll hear from Damali. Damali tells Adam about her aha moment, the moment she realized she wasn't using 100% of her skills and passions in her current 9-to-5 job in banking, and details exactly how she was able to identify her unique set of passions and interests that fueled her to quit her job and create her own business, where she was able to truly do what she loves. Let's take a listen. Damali will tell us that the election in November 2016 was so dramatic in her life that it made her restructure her entire life. Yet she is not going to tell us ever, and I tried, how she feels about President Trump. And that tells you a lot about Damali. She is all about conflict resolution, stopping conflicts, resolving conflicts. And she knows that whoever she's talking to, bringing up the name... Trump and expressing a view is highly likely to cause conflict. And that is not what she's about. She did tell me that what spurred this change in her was this shift in our culture overall, a shift that was clearly sparked by the 2016 election. I felt like, especially in New York City, I felt like the mood in the air had changed. I felt like uh, throughout the campaign, a lot of Things that I think Americans have tried to ignore or, um, you know, try to avoid kind of came back to life. And I remember thinking, Adam, 
the world is going to need a lot of conflict resolvers now. And literally, I thought those words, and then I couldn't stop thinking that. Like every day I woke up and I thought that and I looked at my my children and I thought that and I sat in my office and I thought that. So what was I doing with all these skills and <laughs> and, and not using them for the greater good? For the greater good. Yeah. 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 And that's a social engineer in me coming out. Right. <laughs> she was a little bit. She was dormant for a bit. If you loved your job at Weiler, Deloitte, oh, more power to you. But it just I think it would feel like a bit of a bummer if you didn't. Use some of I wasn't other tools. using, you know, if we if we are three dimensional, if we are, let's say, we have a hundred percent of ourselves. So, I felt like in each of those jobs, I was giving my all. I was doing my my best, and I was doing very well. Um, I wasn't using a hundred percent of all of the this called them passions or skills that I had because there wasn't a space to use all of that. And so, what I did with my with my own companies. Um, especially the first one, was to create a space to use all of my skills. To create a job because you yes. there was nobody was like, hey, you know what we want? We need an assistant general counsel for everything Damali loves doing. Yes. And it's great <laughs> at <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so how does that happen? How do you you have this really good job? It's Yeah. I don't want to embarrass you. I'm assuming we're really good salary and it's yes. the next levels are even more yes like with you, a lot of support internally like it was close i could walk there from my apartment like it was great it was great <laughs> it was great so what do you do like how how do you start thinking about your passions and and what you're doing what what action do you take yeah and so i mean it's funny um i actually took out a legal pad and i wrote down everything that where were I you knew how when to do. you did this? Well, <laughs> it started at lunchtime at work. Um, I should have gone out for lunch, and I didn't. I was, again, so in ensconced, if you will, with, with this idea of conflict resolvers being needed uh, immediately. And I felt like a superhero. I felt like, you know, like Superman has that sort of, you know, he takes off his shirt and there's the S. I felt like I had these skills that were needed and no one knew about them, not, th again, I'd use them for work, but kind of where they fit in. Um, and so I, I took out a legal pad. I started at work. I was sitting in my office. Um, and I remember like writing on my legal pad, which probably looked like legal work. Um, <laughs> and I, I wrote all the things I knew how to do. And it started off, I remember saying, uh, writing like speaks different languages, um, travels, um, can negotiate X, Y, and Z. Um, it was. It started off like that, but then it was like this amazing brainstorming um, session where everything I wrote, I thought of something else, and I think it went on. It was one of those eleven by fourteen legal pads, yeah, those and so it went on. And I remember it was like columns of work, and also I have the worst handwriting, so I couldn't even decipher everything. But it was. But I, I just kept going on and kept going on, and I think I had about three pages. I still have this somewhere. I should look in one of my my banker's boxes um, from when I when I packed up my office there, um, and I wrote everything down, and then. I started to so I had this massive list of what I knew how to do, and some of some of the options had subcategories. Um, that's how I think. <laughs> subparagraph G. Yeah, yeah subparagraph <laughs> G was there, um, and then I started to circle what I love to do, and as I started circling what I love to do, what I saw emerge was kind of three professions, if you will. 
Um, there was the educator in me. There was the mediator in me, which, you know, clearly started back when I was a child. My first sibling was born when I was three. And so I feel like I've had budding skills from <laughs> from the age of three onward. Um, and then, of course, there was the lawyer. Um, being that I lived in New York for so many years, most people only knew me as Damali the lawyer. And so um, I, when I, I sat there and I, I actually wrote attorney, mediator, educator, and I was like, I like that. I'm going to put it on the card. So I did. You, did. you <laughs> I ordered did. a card? I did. I did. Like I, on, uh, I didn't even have a name yet for my company, um, but I was like, it's going to say attorney, mediator, and educator. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. Wow. Well, I want to zero in on this because this is such a passion economy moment. This is like, I want listeners to think about their Damali moment when mm. they're like, because I think so many people are in exactly the boat you were in on that day. It's it's not that you're, you know, an accountant who hates accounting and your dream is to be a baker and mm. you have to just fully leave one world and go to another world. I think that does happen. Yeah. But more often it's, you have a, a job and a life that's Maybe it's 68% or 73% satisfying. Um, maybe it's scratching a lot of your riches, but it's not scratching all of them. And, and that's, for some people, that's okay. And for some people, that's always unbearable. But I think for a lot of people, it takes some external shock to shake you up. And and it sounds like you were probably in that 68 to 73%. Like, if, if you stayed doing that, you would not be a miserable person hating every day. But there was some soul satisfying something that was not being spoken to and being revealed to the world. Um, and so, so I want, I'm going to, I think I'm going to call it the Damali moment when you, <laughs> when you actually do that list. Um, so you said you started at lunch. Was it a one-time thing? Did it take you weeks, hours? No, the elections were what, November 4th we voted. Um, I gave notice right after Thanksgiving. Wow. And um, I, I gave three weeks notice, and my last day, I think, was December 16th. Wow. So this was quick. It was relatively quick um, because I, that's how I operate to you. Like once I make a decision, I go for it. Um, I just felt like now it was the right time. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you want to hear more about Damali and some other really inspiring stories from entrepreneurs that found a way to do what they love, check out The Passion Economy wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday.